Broadcasting directly from our studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, you are listening to Faith Unregulated. We are your hosts, Javi and Jessica Madrigal, and on this podcast, we discuss the hard topics around having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. So grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. And today we're talking about unpacking patience and kindness in our spiritual journey, right? <laughs> I have to make this face where I'm like, ting, unpacking patience and kindness I in our spiritual that, yeah. journey. How about, how about this? <laughs> yeah, because seriously, I, I think sometimes God's like um, trying to help us. <laughs> unpack our patience and kindness. <laughs> we carry it around back there in our backpack because we're like, I don't really want to use that all the time, but I got to unpack that now because I'm supposed to have patience and kindness, right? <laughs> and we need to make sure it's always unpacked. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so sometimes I, the thing is, is we have to remember this because a lot of times at the end of our Monday, many times we feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> facing yes. the week, right? Facing the week. And it's so true. Yes. So we are in this amazing series um, about the very, the fruit of the spirit. And we, so we're in patience and kindness today. And here is the verse that we've been um, bringing up throughout this series. And that is Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Again, every time I need to point out my favorite part of the verse, there's no law just letting everybody know it's not illegal to be in control of yourself. So I, <laughs> that's my favorite, my favorite part of that. Um, but when you're talking about um, patience, um, I think that it's, it's a good idea to bring up all of the things that try our patience, because when we're talking about patience, we think these big, long, like I've got to have patience to become a mom. I've got to have patience to get a house. I've got to have patience to land that big job. No, I have to have patience to sit in traffic. I have to have patience in the long line at the grocery store because mm -hmm. some very lovely person thinks they need 65 coupons, but the paper kind, not in your app. Don't do that. So then we're standing there in line how, and we're like freaking out. How about patience being on hold? <gasps> the bane of my existence or patience yep with that person on the other end of the phone that just does not seem to understand what you're saying yeah or you can't understand what they are saying right okay and i'm and, and regardless of failure what, to communicate yeah, <laughs> what we have here is a failure to communicate so that is something that we all face i'm not trying to get like specific about any of that when they're no matter what the reason when you have to have patience most of the time it's about the short-term things actually yeah. which kind of sounds counterintuitive but i mean we understand we have to have patience in the long-term things and we got to have patience and wait on god and god's timing and we're going to talk about that today but i think most of the time when we lose our patience it's with our kids when they just push us over the edge or it's with in the, like you said in traffic it, it's got to be those little things that test our patience yeah i don't think waiting for to the opportunity to build a house or something like we that doesn't test our patience as much because we expect it. We know, okay, I'm going to prepare myself. <sighs> I'm in this for the long haul. We just need to be patient. We're just waiting on God. Like that's none of the talk that we have when we're in traffic. I'm not, I'm not like, I just need to be patient. I'm waiting on God for this fool in front of me to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's those things, those little things yes. that rob us yes. of our victory, rob yes. us of, of the day that we, that God has laid out for us. Yes. And that's why all this fruit of the spirit goes together. Because last week we talked about things and people and the world robbing us of our peace. Mm -hmm. Well, when we lose our patience, I mean, look, we each have our own triggers. Like we all have our own things that, but just particularly over here, he talks about when I men mentioned traffic, I'm pretty sure I could actually see his blood pressure go up. <laughs> like he's like, traffic and you know he has to really work on that i on the other hand my trigger is sitting on hold because i do a lot of sitting on hold with companies no matter what it is and i'm like i'm so over this practice in my life because or having to call them repeatedly or having to call them literally every day for a week or a month you have one job literally i've heard you say that so many times <laughs> 
you know, that's because I'm practicing so much patience with these people. <laughs> that's why you've heard me say those not nice words. But seriously, these are the things that are keeping us from having peace in these situations. But I don't think that because they're short, they're short, they're short, they're not that long term. We forget that our patience is actually more important even in those um, stressful situations where our peace is being robbed. And it's because we're not doing things like having patience and the in fruit of the spirit um, of patience comes up during that time. And of course, we're talking about kindness today, too. And we'll get to that. But patience, um, whether it's uh, in traffic or whether we're taking on any of those other challenges we just talked about, patience is a virtue that we constantly need, like every single minute of the day, not only in the little short term things, but even while we're going through things like traffic. We're also usually writing out one of those long things. We need patience in a lot of things. And so we're going to talk about a few examples of that today. But like, for instance, this is a good analogy. Say you're a farmer and you plant the seeds, you water the seeds, and you provide all the necessary care. But you can't just be like, all right, let's go. Chop, chop. You need to grow. I did everything for you. Let's our, go. Our kids, they, they, they're just now getting into gardening, right? Yes. And it's like every day they were looking to see it's growing it's not growing yet it's not growing and so what happens they they water over, it more they overwater it and kill yeah, it they overwater it because they have they, they're learning that you have to just wait on the results Ooh, life lessons <laughs> right? something adults need to learn yeah we all need to learn that like we will do all the work and then boy, this is this is, this is another word for me today we do all the work we water we do the the things that are necessary we put all that work in and then we stand there with our arms folded at God and we say, okay, so give it to me. I did everything. And he's usually like, well, you have to wait for my timing. And I'm like, why? I did everything. I'm obedient. I'm faithful. I'm doing the things that you told me to do. It must he, mean we failed. It must mean we failed. Or it must mean that I didn't do a good enough job and I should probably go water the crap out of that thing and go and do way more than I was supposed to do and then and then have to listen to God look at me and say, maybe you should stay in your lane and not try to be responsible for the outcome of this. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are things that I have to hear all the time. So <laughs> I'm such a doer that I, you know, those are the things. For all us doers out there, raise your hand and, and repeat after me. I solemnly swear. No, I'm not going to make you do that. But <laughs> it's the things we have to learn to be patient when we've done what we need to do. And we have to let God do the rest and have to understand his timing. I'm going to bring up Romans 4, 20 through 21. Abraham never wavered in, his, in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. I, don't, I want us to just sit and look at this verse for a second. This is Abraham, the father, right? The father of many nations. God blessed him. God loved him. He was full of faith. Yet somehow... <laughs> him and his wife still decided to take things into their own hands. Like yeah. we are all imperfect. Absolutely. Father Abraham, imperfect. Okay. If you don't know the story, spoiler, they thought, you know what? God promised us a son and it's not happening in our timeline. And by the way, we're super old. And so it's already going to be a miracle. Maybe we should like help God out a little bit. And then they went and got um, his uh, or her, what would you call it? Servant. Servant and said, we're just going to have a baby through our servant. And, you know, so there's a whole story there. Go check it out. There's a lot of drama in the Bible. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good story. Uh, but, you know, God blesses the whole thing and ends up blessing that child and their child, Isaac, and the whole thing. But even Abraham was like, ah, I'm going to help God out, give him a little hand, you know, in this case. And so, of course, they had to have a chat about that. But that's something that... Um, it talks a lot in this verse about, though, about Abraham's faith. Just like the farmer, though, we need to comprehend God's timing. Just like Abraham, right? Despite their old age, God fulfilled his promise, though, of giving him a son. He did actually give him the son. Right. But it needed to be in God's timing. So the, the son that came outside of God's timing was not blessed in the same way as Isaac, who came in his timing. Right. So, so we believe that God gives us ideas. He inspires us to do new things, to see things, um, you know, see the world and with new opportunities and, and maybe where he wants us to go. 
things that we he calls us to do, mm-hmm. right? And many times we we hear that calling, we we get his direction, we see his his um wisdom in something, okay? All the things we pray for. Mm-hmm. But we forget this timing piece. Yeah. So there's a lot of times that God says, well, you know, I, you know, maybe like in your career mm-hmm. or your business, yeah. you know, consider doing this, try doing that and uh, <laughs> move across country. Okay. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and, and, but the thing is, is we're like, oh, okay, boom. It's we now. Go. Rather yeah. than. We, we only kind of heard half the story, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't hear when that might be. Mm-hmm. We just like, well, God gave it to me. It God told mean, me to do yeah. it. That must mean that we need to act on this now. And we start taking control of the situation. And we're like, okay, well, that means we do this, 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 and this. And then we start, we see ourselves forcing issues. Mm-hmm. We're not asking God. We're not allowing God to lead us. And then we, then they all falls apart and we're wondering, right. Lord, you called me to this or Lord, you know, where are you in this? And so many times we're kind of rushing it. God shows mm-hmm. us something, maybe shows us being, you know, maybe God shows you that you're going to lead, you know, mm-hmm. people. Okay. Well, great. That does that mean that you need to quit your job and and take that leadership role that's and be that big speaker and start pushing that today, or are you? Do you need to kind of wait and see how God's going to equip you to be that strong leader? Maybe God does give you a vision of speaking in front of thousands and leading right leading groups and leading people to salvation and. And whatever God's calling you to do, maybe he's giving you a bigger vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But we have to wait on his equipping many times. And I bring that up because look, I've seen people do this. We've done this where we kind of put the cart before the horse. Oh my gosh. We've done that so many times because we get very excited. We're very, <laughs> mm. we're those people who are like super, like I, I always bring up Peter because Peter is somebody I really resonate with. Um, of the disciples like he was just such a like fixer and doer and go like go getter and he always got his feet out in front of jesus's feet when they were walking yeah uh, you know this isn't moving fast enough so let me help you out i think we could do jesus jesus is like peter calm down again i i'll bring this up over and over because it's such a good example i mean it's just literally like have you if you've seen the chosen watch the the way that they portray peter it's uh, spot on <laughs> the guy is like half the time out in front of jesus talking to him while they're walking he's out in front of him. he's like jesus so uh, i think we should do is do this with the group and then we could organize this and then and jesus is just walking along and he's looking at him like i love you peter but uh hey you know that's a great idea maybe we should talk about that later maybe that doesn't need to happen well maybe i have that handled you know and peter's like okay but i really think and he's like i think we you know i'm good like I've, i'm jesus <laughs> you know, and Peter's like, uh, okay, well, you know, maybe we, we can I'll, talk. I'll be right over here. Yeah. When you're like, ready. I'll be just if you know, if you think some, you know, let me know. And, right. and it's, it's like, that's how I feel like I am. <laughs> and it's, man, God's always like lovingly like backing me up, back up. Like you need to calm down. Um, and you know, it's, it's not a bad thing when, especially when God is looking for you to be so ready and uh ambitious and dreaming with him and saying i'm ready to go whenever you say ready a lot of people aren't like that and he so he's counting on me to be like ready to go instead of that that timidity right but it also can be to a fault yeah it can also be to a fault where we're too eager too ahead of him put the cart before the horse right Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that that it's like when you get off the phone with a family member who says they're going to come visit you, do you expect them to show up in the next 30 minutes? Especially if they're coming from out of state? Yeah. No, you so, know there's a process to wait for them to get there. Like you just got off the phone. They told you the information. But like, you know, you have to wait for that to happen. Yeah. And we're fine with it because we know why we have to wait. But because God doesn't say, well, 
let me give you the list and the rundown of exactly what has to happen between now and there. Like if he did, if he said, okay, so this is what's going to happen. And we go, okay, great. And he goes, but hold on. This has to happen. This has to happen. You have to meet this person. I need to take this out of your life. We really need to learn this lesson. I need to change this about you. And we've also got to get you ready to know how to do this first. This all has to happen. And then that can happen. If he gave you that list, you'd be like, oh, okay, I'm fine. We can do that. But you know what else you would do? You would screw all that up. Well, two, yes, exactly. But I would, <laughs> man, but many times <laughs> I think God doesn't give us the full plan because if he did, we wouldn't want to go through it because yeah. that means that we have to grow and that, that we're going to have to go through things that we, mm -hmm. we, the path there isn't the path that we want. Right. So God may be calling you for bigger things. Maybe, maybe he has a different job for you, a different direction in your career, a different direction in your business. Okay. And those things may be true. Um, but we need to, yes, we need to be patient, but we need to be willing, mm -hmm. willing, to, willing yeah. to trust God in in guiding us on that journey to what he's calling us on mm -hmm. the reason why i want to point this out because we have to look for those opportunities for god to guide us through that journey to become the person he's mm -hmm. called us to be mm -hmm. the reason why i want to point that out because we naturally want to take the easy road the fast road. okay yeah lord you're directing me in a path that I don't see the outcome here. I don't see the benefit here. There, if you look, Lord, if you just look over to the right, you see how this path is clear. The horizons, you know, it's it's beautiful, and it, and I could see the 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 end is right there, where we need to be. But the Lord's taking us. Well, we're going to go around the back. And we're going to go down this thing that looks like the cliff. And I'm going to be with you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take you through it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take longer. And we're like, Lord, but it's right there. And he's like, yeah, but that's where the good stuff is, right. he he's, says. He's trust me. Yep. And one of the things that is a huge part of this, um, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, you know, I think something that we forget, and I forget all the time. Uh, we have to constantly remind ourselves of this very important piece of why we have to have patience and why we have to trust God and have faith and not have all the answers is if we did have that list, then it would be our glory. Mm -hmm. It has to be impossible. It has to be God's glory. It has to be something that we didn't do. Why does it need to be something that God does? Because I'm not leading people to me. I'm not out there doing God's work to lead them to salvation from me. I'm not doing anything for them. It's to lead them to God so that they can experience freedom. And all of these fruits of the spirit we're talking about in this series, the, the love and the joy and the peace and the patience and the kindness, all those things that come out of us and we get to experience, those are things that don't happen because <laughs> we got took the fast road. All of the fruits of the spirit are off that cliff over there. <laughs> like, right. you know, And that's because God. God hands that because that cliff over there that he says, we have to go over there and God's going to be with you. Maybe, maybe you're just floating out there and he's just carrying you over there and getting it. You don't even have to go down that cliff or maybe you do have to go down the maybe cliff. Maybe it's not a cliff at all. Yeah. Maybe it, it looks like a cliff, but that's from our perspective. Right. But when we get up to it, mm -hmm. God provides a way, right? God provides a, 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 a way down the, the side of that mountain right that rather than right off that cliff god god has you right and he but we don't see that because our perspective we just see emptiness we just see a danger Fear. we see darkness we 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 start mm -hmm. we start feeding into like what we we're talking last week mm -hmm. about where we're feeding into the worry we're feeding into the fear yep. and we're not we're not allowing god to then guide us. You know, when you were talking, I was, <laughs> I was visualizing a, a, a kid and 
I think we both, we've all seen this. If you raise children, mm-hmm. they get really excited when they're, when they're going somewhere or we're going to take them, say we're in a park mm-hmm. and there's the playground. Okay. And you, you want to, you want to spend time with them. You want to walk with them. You got to, you want to show them and all these things along the way. But uh, <laughs> the kid, you know, sees the playground and there's the path to the playground. Mm-hmm. And they're like, later, mom and dad, I'm gone. And you're like, wait. And he's like laughing and, and running towards the playground. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he gets there and he falls or whatever else, or he gets there. He's happy, yep. but he's missed all the things along the way. That he and, didn't even know he missed. And, and But the thing is, is, mm-hmm. is we, he's like, I'm, I, I'm, I see where I'm going. We're here. I got you now. I, I'm in, I'm in control of this. I see where we're going. I'm going to go ahead and go. Mm-hmm. And you run ahead yep. of your mom or dad, right? Like, high five God. I've got this from here. But sometimes yep. God has to take us down this road. Mm-hmm. That's a little dark and it looks a little unsure, mm-hmm. right? You're not sure of what's going on. So you slow down a little bit and you rely on God. You, you hold on to your mm-hmm. father's hand a little bit more, a little bit harder to guide you through that. And you get and closer in, with him. And when you're doing that, you're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing what he wants you to see. You're learning what you, he wants you to learn rather than the other road where you think you have it all under control. You think you know the answer. You think you know the destination. And you think you know what's going to happen. Meanwhile, when you do that, you miss all the opportunity that God has for you to equip you for the long run. See the child that runs straight to, to that destination, right? goes straight for the playground. He, he may get there, but what's, what's, what is it after that? Is that short? Isn't that just short term? He has that playground, but what if, what if there was more reward? Well, what if he's not ready? And what if he's not ready? What's the point of us arriving if we're not ready when we get there to even enjoy it? Yeah. You know, I mean, a playground, of course, a child's always ready for a playground. But I mean, as uh, just as the example, like for us as adults, I mean, there are so many times that I am so grateful that God made me wait and take me down a different path. Because I'm telling you, when I got there, I would not have been ready for that. And I would have missed out on the opportunity to enjoy it or to benefit from it because I wouldn't have been equipped to even be in it. <laughs> I was thinking of those monkey bars. Yeah. You know, your kid runs there and he's all excited, has our, our, our daughter's this way too, has this picture in her mind that, oh, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to land in that playground. I'm going to go across those monkey bars. And she gets on the first rung. Guess what? She's not strong enough. Wham. And bam. She falls. <laughs> That's happened. Right? <laughs> and yeah. sometimes God wants to build that strength in us. Mm-hmm. So when we do get there, we could have real fun with those monkey bars. We yeah. could we can make it from one end to the other, yeah. and, and and we are fully equipped. We're strengthened, and that, that's a great example. And that's what God wants for us. So let's. I, I skipped over a, a scripture. Let's bring over bring up James, uh, one two through four. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing, aka you can get those monkey bars, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So that is exactly what you just said. You see it there in scripture, plain and black and white. Let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. You will be ready for those monkey bars. And what's the point of the monkey bars if you can't do them? That's right. What's the point? They're just up there for you to stare at and be like, oh. <laughs> instead, you want to take the shortcut and then you're traumatized and you blame God. Right. And you blame <laughs> God. Right. Yes. Let's let's make you blame sure your right. parent. Well, why did you bring me to this playground? I hate this playground. I don't ever want to see this playground again because I got a busted nose off. Yep, yep. And they're like, it's because you ran forward and we didn't. You didn't wait for us to help you. 
Maybe it's not that you think about that. In that case, the, the kid isn't going to have the chance to become strong enough just by walking around the park to be on the monkey bars. But you know who's going to be with him when he gets there? If he waits, his parents who will be there to help take up the burden that he would have of the extra weight. That's what God does. Sometimes God's making sure that we're strong enough to go through something. And sometimes he just wants to make sure we wait for him to be with us to go through it so that he is the strength. Yeah, and so exactly right. it, either way it's, you need to wait. <laughs> okay. So patience with others um, is something that um, we talked about in the beginning as just one of those things that are those short-term patience things. And I want to bring up uh, Ephesians 4, 2 for that. That is always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Yeah. Because we're not, Ooh. we're all, all yeah. not perfect. We all have faults, right? We all have our things. We literally said this this morning. We all have our things. Um, when it comes to, we could be really good. I'm going to, I'm going to back up. We could be really good in one relationship this way and not good in others. So for example, you can be really patient with your spouse, but not with your kids or vice versa. You can be really patient with your kids, but not with your spouse. You could be for whatever reason that in that relationship, it's different. You could be really patient with strangers and not with your family or vice versa. You could be really patient, um, you know, with, uh, yourself and not with others because you're, you know, you're like, everyone's an idiot. <laughs> but I'm okay to do all these things. Like you have to remember that being patient with others is a that word allowance, mm -hmm. allowing just giving space and grace for people to be human. Like you need, you need that space and that grace. Yeah. You need that allowance. Um, Ephesians four, two calls us to bear with one another in love and patience. That's together, right? This requires humility. It requires understanding, a willingness to forgive. Sometimes forgiveness, which we won't go into today, that's a whole other conversation. But sometimes forgiveness isn't like that long term, like I need to forgive my mom or I need to forgive my ex. Or sometimes it's just literally like that willingness to forgive the 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 one thing about somebody that you're like, stop, right? That willingness to forgive our kids for being kids. That sounds silly, but we need to forgive them for being kids because sometimes just that we're like, we forget they're kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is, look, how many times did, did you make those mistakes in your life over and over mm -hmm. and over mm -hmm. and maybe ask God's forgiveness over and over? Maybe there's something in your life that you've been you know, working with God for many years and, and you failed. Right. And God has been patient, has been graceful with you mm -hmm. while you're trying to figure this out. Okay. God wants us to be that same way, that, that same grace mm -hmm. that he gives us. He wants us to give that same grace to others. And that means Joe driver's license on the freeway who is operating on a suspended license and no insurance and wants to ram his car into your car. And you're like, I'm going to have an allowance with grace right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Joe driver's license. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just making up words, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's like, <laughs> you mean Joe, no driver's I license. I mean, Joe, no driver's license. That's right. Joe suspended driver's license. Yeah. He, he goes by many things. <laughs> I know that guy. I know that guy, but it's, it's all about, you know, how fast on the freeway are we like idiot every time, you know, we're like, oh man, uh, you know, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> right. Or do we even say that? We're just like, whatever. I don't even care. This people are all stupid. Ah, and we lose it. You know, how often do we do that? But maybe we don't even act like that at home with our families or with our friends. Maybe we're just amazing with them, but man, get us in a stressful situation with some strangers. How about this? Let's talk about this for a second. Let's hit it right in the guts. What about the people you don't see, but you're behind a keyboard? Ooh. Do you have patience with those people? Oh yeah. Are you blessing the people on the on the the internet who you are offended by? Are you so easily offended? Are you in disagreement with people on the internet and think that you need to trample all over them on the internet instead of having patience and grace and just putting your hand up to the screen and maybe, you know, reaching your hand out through the interwebs and praying over these people that God has 
um, has them and gives them a change of heart. That's that is so true. We we kind of cast that all aside, right? Yeah. I almost lost this pin. Almost. Right almost threw it right in my face. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. But you know, we we when we get behind that screen, we get behind those keyboards, yeah. and we get frustrated. We our our fingers get to flying, right? Yep. We are not on a soapbox of patience, my friends. <laughs> That's right. That is so true. <laughs> um, you know, and we laugh about it, but you know, we I'll tell you right now, we are so concerned as a society as we move into the kindness portion of this podcast today. Kindness, the language of love. I'm gonna move into that. But as we do, look, as a society, we're so concerned about bullying in the schools and how kids treat each other. But if you look on the internet, all these children are just following the adults. Mm -hmm. All the adults yeah. are bullying each other online. Yeah. But we point to the kids. Kids are only a mirror of what society and what their parents have taught them. And maybe it's not directly their parents. Maybe it's a kid who's, you know, their parents have done everything they can, but their kid is a separate person from them. It's a separate human. And he or she is being totally influenced by something else. I don't know, but they're a product of their environment to a point. And if the world is going to bully each other online and have absolutely no love and kindness and patience and compassion and, and really outreach for each other and lifting each other up in prayer, our kids aren't either. It's, you know, it's, it's going to not just be us pointing at our kids. It's really pointing at the world and saying, where's the kindness? Why can't we all just get along? You know, it's <laughs> that's what comes into my head. Remember that? Boy, I'm dating myself. Why can't we all just get along? But it's it's something that um, that kindness comes out of patience. We have to have patience with that allowance. Right. And reflecting God's kindness. It's like um, kindness, like patience is a reflection of God's character. So when we're trying to have God's character. To understand kindness, um, we need to think of it like a language. It's a universal language um, that everybody understands, yeah, right? er, regardless er, of age, culture, or status. Right. An act of kindness it is understood beyond culture, beyond mm -hmm. language. Love is universal. Kindness right. is universal. Um, patience is universal. This is all fruits of the Spirit do not have an obstacle of language. They, they are... They transcend cultures and, and languages. I want to bring up Titus 3, 4 through 5. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. We didn't do this. We don't have mercy. We right. don't have mercy. God has mercy. And because yes. of his mercy, he, he, he did all of these things because of his mercy. And look, all we're trying to do as humans, all, all our goal is, is to be partnering with the Holy Spirit, with God himself. That's hit. The Holy Spirit isn't some other spirit, by the way. The Holy Spirit is God's spirit that he gives to us. That's the part of him in the Trinity that he gives to us, that he imparts to us, into us, in our lives on a daily basis. And so partnering with God, with his spirit, we are able to have these gifts and these fruits of the spirit in order to impact the world around us. We do not have to be or can be perfect with this, but it has to be something on our radar so that we're not just, I know we laugh about all these things, the way that we kind of fall short, but what, but how are we acting when we do fall short? Are we like, whatever, or are we immediately convicted? And we're like, man, I got to apologize for that. Jeez. You know, that happens. I apologize all the time to my kids just for, and, and, and sometimes things I probably don't even need to apologize for, but I just feel like, no, I need to be a good example of how to apologize, of how to have respect. Right. And, and, and those are, are, um, those are great examples of, of the people around us, mm -hmm. you know, our, our spouse, our kids yeah. and things like that. But there are other practical ways that you could be exercising kindness. Okay. Earlier you were talking, you had mentioned, you know, um, people that are grieving, they've lost yeah. someone in their, their family. Mm -hmm. Okay. And sometimes we, you know, our heart goes out to them, right. And we, we want to help them. Oh, I, I, I just don't know what I would say. So 
we don't we don't do anything. Maybe that person just needs you to be there. Yeah. Maybe you can just show kindness by not trying to understand their whole circumstances, but just being present and, and showing that you care for them, showing that you, you love them. God loves them by your actions. Okay. And you know, whether it's, um, helping them with something around the house, maybe bringing food or groceries because they're in a current state of high emotion and they're not thinking of, of those maybe basic things. And you could be there by helping them through this process or go ahead. I was going to say, I want to comment on that because I think one of the most kind, I think the kindest thing we can do, or there's two things that you said. One is being present. I think we are more present when we're not talking. I mean, I'm a talker, but I have noticed that this just because there's nothing the other person that you're you're that's grieving has to do. They don't even have to listen. They don't have to talk. Like if it's if sometimes it's so bad that just just be with me and hold my hand. I I just I just can't. I can't do anything. I can't think. I can't process this. I can't respond. I can't react. I can't feel. I can't. But I also can't be alone. Yeah. So I just need you to sit here and just hold me. Like if it's somebody close to you, like if it was my husband, like I'm just like, just hold me. Just hold me because I can't even hold myself up. Right? Right, right. But if it's not somebody you're just going to hold, like, you know, it's not, they're not that close to you, but hold their hand, be in the room with them, whatever they need. And the second thing that goes with that is just asking. Don't assume what they need. Maybe they need you to shut up and just sit there. Maybe they need to talk. Maybe they do not need to talk. Maybe. They need you. Maybe they do need you to talk so that they don't have to think. They just want somebody to, maybe they need you to read them a book. Maybe they don't want to talk about it and they just need something, you know, whatever. So the question is, what do you need? Right. And sometimes it could even be easier than that. You know, we, by showing kindness. Yeah. You know, I, 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 we've talked about this in the past where look, we can show kindness by just giving a smile to -hmm. someone you know, at, at yep. your grocery store and the department store, the, the lady at the register, you know, especially like during Christmas time, they're just like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. But giving a smile to someone that, 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 you know, like at a grocery store, you don't know what they're going through. Yep. You don't know what kind of day they have had. Maybe no one's thanked them. For the work that they're doing. You know, I have found so many times. So this is something that I have started to do as a habit over the years when I see people kind of just like in their mode over and over and over that are checking us out at a store. Could be any kind of store. Um, Something in my spirit just always jumps out to ask them how their day is going. And it's just a small thing, but like how many people, if how many people actually ask them something, like how many people see them truly. And I feel like if somebody can feel seen and or heard and then understood that's a huge blessing and it doesn't mean that they have to even have be a person that feels very insignificant it's just when you're used to not being seen because you're like really people sometimes people see like especially grocery store clerks as machines they're just like somebody's checking out my groceries i don't need to look up i can be on my phone i can not even have a conversation with them it's like man how disconnected does that does that feel and when people are doing that over and over i've had people just be like wow you're the first person that's asked me that today you know and i'm not trying to point out something i did i'm just saying that that's a thing you could do because nobody's doing it yeah and they need to hear it how many times have our kids blessed people in grocery stores Right. When how, we, when we leave. Right. Look, how about look, and we we've been guilty of this because we both worked in food service before. Oh, so yeah. we think we have it all together, right? <laughs> and so we could have done this job a lot better, but but how many times have you have you gone to a restaurant and have had your server just a poor server? Okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're new. Maybe they're on, you know, their third, fourth shift, and they're they're, exhausted. They're they're exhausted. They're not just distracted, okay? And you're receiving some poor service. So we immediately want to, uh, we're not going to tip them. We're going, maybe we're 
going to complain to the manager, all this thing, all these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know that there's been in the, in the past, we've complained about that to a manager or whatever. And they're going like, huh, never had that said about that person before. Okay. Maybe that's true. Yeah. Maybe they're just having a bad day. Yeah. Haven't you had a bad day on the job? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe instead of reacting, okay, sure. We got some bad service, but did you eat? Did you die? No. Okay. <laughs> you made it. But the thing you is, made it. <laughs> <laughs> you survived. But the thing is, is maybe we need to look past our own wants and needs in those circumstances and see people as people. Yeah. And show an act of kindness. Hey, look, man, you guys are busy here today. Man, I, I, I really feel for you. I really, I, I really do. And, you know, maybe just say you're doing a great job. Even, yeah. even you're not lying to them. You're just trying to encourage them. Yeah. And you're seeing them and they know that they, that they could do a better job, yeah. but you just say, Hey, I recognize that you are, you're working as hard as you can. You guys are busy. You're having an off day. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. And you know what? It's funny. You say we've done that before, but we also have done that before. And, and here's what's happened. So it's just as an example. So we have done that. We have noticed and kind of corrected ourselves and said, no, maybe they're just having a bad day. But when we did say something, and this has happened multiple times, that the pattern is like this. I'm having a bad day and I'm just, I'm not even, they're not even seeing you. They're just trying to serve you, whatever. They're just trying to get their stuff done and they're in their own pain. When you acknowledge them and see them, and you say, hey, man, it's really busy in here. You guys always this busy? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, and you can kind of kind of talk them through like, you know, what, like you just said, are, you know, you don't have to say, are you having a bad day? Just be like, I really appreciate all your guys' hard work. I know I've done this work. This is hard, you know, so, hey, hey, uh, you know, we really appreciate it. Um, they, they tend to change the way they treat you because once they feel seen and understood now all of a sudden you're on the same team they're like oh man those people that yeah they really are they really understand what's going on right and you've connected with them see kindness is all about connecting and those barriers go down yeah so so let, let's walk this out because you don't know number 1 what they're going through and you don't know uh what's going to happen next by you just taking a pause and looking at at your fellow human being or looking at what's really happening around you mm -hmm. rather than looking at, oh, I'm not getting what I want, my needs fulfilled. Mm -hmm. If we take a moment and just look out there and just remember to be kind, that that allows God to to really move in those circumstances. Mm -hmm. The that those become ripple effects in that person's day. Maybe the environment of the whole restaurant. Look, maybe that person's having a bad day uh, up to that point. And you say one encouraging word. Yes. It, it Maybe that encouraging word wasn't deserved. Right. Okay. But you're encouraging them to stick it out. And you're encouraging them that you see them. And that changes their whole day. And, yep. and, and so you leave and the next person comes to that table and they treat that next person that just lost a loved one. Okay. And that next person gets that server and now they have a, they, they're encouraged. They, they have a whole different mindset shift. Yep. And so now they're treating that person like they would normally treat people. Right. Yeah. And their true character comes out. And rather than if you wouldn't have done that, if you would have bagged on them and, and gave them a no tip and complained to the manager and, and perpetuated. And, and now yeah. the opposite is true. Now they're even more angry. And that person that is really hurting, that is there just to get a meal and, and they're, they're just trying to get through their own day. Mm-hmm. Now they, they get to receive that, that ugly side of that person. Right. Look, these things that we do to one another have ripple effects. They never stop with the person you're connecting with. That's a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a huge piece of kindness and patience.
Mm-hmm. Because when you are compassionate and you're patient with situations and you are kind, that always continues through that person to the next person. But also, so does the negativity. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. whatever you cho- choose to sow, it will sow. It will sow into multiple interactions past you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's true for every single one of us, not just you or me. That's how the world works. Is That's how God designed us to work because ex- exponentially we can be empowering each other with the truth, which is um, you know, what we've been talking about in this series is just in community when we're doing this, it's multiplied. When we're all doing it, we're lifting each other up. We're multiplying that effect, right? And in our community, implementing those things as groups, as teams, as churches, as, you know, going out and outreach, that kind of thing happens. But even in your one little smile or interaction or encouragement throughout your day, as you meet people, that's powerful. That could be the only Jesus, okay, that person sees today. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, that hit me. That could be the only Jesus that person sees today. I think we need to remember what we're supposed to be doing here is being the light. And if we're not being the light in a situation, whoo, I just got really emotional. If we're not being the light in a situation, what are we being? We're being the darkness. Right. 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 We're allowing the darkness to dictate the day rather than God's light to dictate the day. Yeah. And when you're not being the light in the world in front of your kids, what are you teaching them to be? And when you're not right, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the thing. And look, God's not up there being a dictator going, yeah, I said to be the light. What do you think you're doing down there? He did this because this, this provides life to us. When I'm the light and I'm doing what I should be doing, it's edifying the body and edifying my body. Like I feel different. I feel better. I am, I feel the love. We, we get to experience the results of kind of the fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit are yes, coming off of us like a tree, like we're producing this fruit, but the fruit came from the life that's within us. God's light and life in us produce that fruit. Okay. So when we're producing, we're alive. Yes. And when we're not, we're dying. Mm, yeah. This is just something that God's giving me right now. I'm, I am so, oh, I'm just seeing this from a different perspective. Kind- I just never heard this this way. Kindness in our words. Oh, well, this is right up my alley. Yep. <laughs> Kindness in our words. I'm going to bring up Proverbs 16, 24. Kind words are like honey sweet to the soul, healthy for the body. Kind words are like honey sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. I love that it says honey sweet to the soul because like, my soul needs honey. Well, well, <laughs> well think about yeah. when you are kind or you receive oh, yeah. kindness or when you're kind to another person and it truly is making an impact. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh man, I feel God's love. I feel what God's doing. I feel like I'm part of something that's bigger and more amazing than me. Right. And it's so amazing. Like you just, oh, I can feel it in your guts. It's amazing. And so, you know, it's like Proverbs 16, 24 is talking about like, um, it likens, uh, the honeycomb sweet to the soul. It's healing to the bones, right? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm all sniffly now. The the it's healing to your bones. When I love the word bones when you're talking about how deep something goes, because that's the deepest bones. Yeah, you can feel it. I can Down feel it in, in my bones. The marrow. Yeah, right? deepest part of your bones. You can feel God's love in your bones, like that's in your very core. You know, our words have power. Okay, let's use them to build up rather than to tear down. Mm-hmm. Um, this is um, to be honest, could be a whole other. Um, conversation, but we all know words have power. We talked before in this series. I can't remember if I brought it up last week or this week, but we talked before about how when we're speaking words out of our mouth out loud, those are more powerful than our thoughts because we have to be your, your brain has to be thinking what you're saying. So I want you to think about that because if you're talking word, if your words are coming out of your mouth at someone and they're not words you would really want to be saying, there are also things your brain is thinking. That's something that just occurred to me. 
that we are thinking those things. So now they're things that we are training our brain that are true, even if they're not. Those are lies the enemy wants to sow. Let's not do that. Right? Those are things are things to be aware of. But right. so so look, we're we're here at, at Faith Unregulated. We're about those these three things, faith, character, and action. Absolutely. Right? And really with patience and kindness, that's that character piece. Mm-hmm. Yes. Once we start practicing that the pa- patience and kindness, it, it allows for a transformation of our character. Yeah. Maybe you're, you've, you know, you've had a past of being a, you know, a very impatient person, maybe mm-hmm. a, a person that just didn't like people or dealing with certain situations. Or a very angry you know, person. Very angry. Yeah. The thing is, is God can do anything with you if you allow him. To. Anything. He can transform you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I look, I and I've seen this for myself, not, not only with me, God tr- continues to transform me every day, mm-hmm. continues to refine my character, praise God. But I've seen some really hard dude, really some people that are just stone cold, just hard hearted mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mean, uh, very short tempered, short fuses, mm-hmm. things like that. I've seen God move in their lives mm-hmm. and they, they are transformed in a way where you can see the peace mm-hmm. and the kindness physically. Yep. You can physically see the difference in their physical body. Even if they don't change the way they dress or the way that they present themselves, they look completely different. Right. So God can do these things, mm-hmm. but we have to be willing mm-hmm. to cultivate that. We need to be willing to do the work, put in the, the again, Action. Take action on those things. Put in the work. Allow God to work with us and and transform us. Okay. When we do that, we can make solid impact in the community around us, Mm -hmm. making impact in our our closer relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. All of our interactions. Right. And that right there is spreading God's love and his character. I agree. And I want to leave you with this one final thought. As we're talking about patience and kindness and being the light in the world, being the light is being the love, not being the judgment. Remember that. Okay. Just want to have that last thought for the week. All right. So that's a wrap for today. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to Faith Unregulated wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so you don't miss a single episode where we discuss having bold faith, building strong character, and taking fearless action. Again, we are your host, Javi and Jessica Madrigal. And if you have any questions or comments regarding this or any of our episodes, feel free to reach out at support at javiandjessicamadrigal.com. That's support at Javi, J-A-V-I-E, and Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A, Madrigal, M-A-D-R-I-G-A-L.com. Thank you, everybody, and have a blessed week.